Welcome to Add It to the List. This is your host, Jose. And uh, throughout the next couple of shows that are going to be highly inconsistent, and trust me, I'm fine with that, you're going to hear many different guests from all walks of life, and, and they're all wonderful people giving insights into hobbies, such as anime, books, uh, relationship things, and and I, I really want to keep it uh, organic. That's why I, I stray away from such a uh, such a formulaic process, even though I'm aware that it leads to maybe a more uh, enjoyable show for you guys. And I promise to to hone it into that. But as of right now, I'm just playing around with everything. So please enjoy the show. Unfortunately, our last show got cut a little short. It was me and Sarah. It's a very Dune-filled episode. It's very Dune-tastic. I love it. She loves it. Uh, I think that really comes through. And uh, I hope you'll love it. And if you haven't checked it out, uh, check out Dune. There is a there are a couple movies for it. Uh, <laughs> And there's a new one coming out, uh, I think, like, October. So, there you go. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, there it is. I kept, uh-huh. hearing that, I kept hearing that terrible human music. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the human music. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's for your ears, your human ears. Yeah. <laughs> and... But- and- and human lives, I think. <laughs> I I think it's important for human lives, sure, for human music to happen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but the yeah, I, is, are you going to watch Dude in theaters or online? Uh, in theaters. Oh yeah. Yeah, like the the biggest, most expensive screen I could find, honestly. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> are you going to watch it? No, I'm just going to watch it at home. Like, I don't want to go to the theater. Why would I pay $20 gajillion for sticky, gross, germ-filled seats and other people breathing on me? I mean, I get it, but, I mean, there are nice theaters with, like, really nice reclining oh, no. seats. And I, I, love, I love the movies. I just don't love them during a pandemic as an immunocompromised person. Ah, I mean, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, like that's that's literally it. Otherwise, I would already be in line. I'd be like, "Are you getting in line? Come on, it's a cinematic extravaganza." <laughs> that's that's uh, that's the only reason I'm going. Is I just I feel like I, I don't usually go to the theaters. Yeah, I want to be part of it. I, I don't usually go to theaters, but but this is yeah. It's, I'm, I know this is. I know how this is gonna sound, but like I'm weirdly used to missing out. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. I know, but I don't mean it like that. That's not a like feel sorry for me. That's like a no. that's life. That shit happens. No, well, I get it. <laughs> but it's all right. I want to. I want to watch the other Dune movie again because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And then I want to watch uh, it like the day before, so I can like sit and have it fresh in my mind to compare. To compare, because I'm weird. <laughs> it's free on um, it, it's chopped up into bits, but it's free on YouTube. 
you no, I know. I tried. I kind of tried to convince Polly to watch it, and she was like, "How long is this movie?" And I was like, "It's like three hours. It's fine." It's I don't. Fun. I don't it's think Polly is gonna like that movie. <laughs> I, you know, we sat down and we tried to watch it for like five minutes, and that's about as far as we made it. Yeah, you know, I I put it on myself the other day. Remember, oh, yeah. remember, like a little while ago, when I told you that I tried to watch it or whatever. Oh yeah. I, I put it on, and Jesus, it was hard. It's it was rough. It is. I mean, I will say, I do love the aesthetic of that. Like, I just, I fucking love it. Like, the Honored Matres and all that other stuff. Like, yes, it looks good for the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, but I dig the aesthetic I, of this one a lot more. I feel like it's a lot more, well, I know this is going to sound ass, but realistic. <laughs> I okay, okay. <laughs> I I yeah. I just I don't know how else to describe it. Like that seems more logical somehow. No, I I, I get it. it. It seems like a more actual portrayal of what the book would be. Yeah, that, like from yeah. what I recall, anyway. Like the still suits look fantastic. I think like they got it. That's that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. They, I mean, it's not exactly what I was thinking, but it's it's close enough. Well, I didn't expect but, them to be black. I'm not gonna lie; I kind of expected them to be like desert color. Yeah, that's what I thought exactly. Like, what I, was, I was like, I that's kind of dumb to make. Like, wouldn't it be like brown or red? Right, right. And I, I mean, I don't remember reading that exactly, but I do remember that it's very hard to see the fremen. Yeah, in, like the whole point is supposed to blend, blend it. Yeah. It's like yeah. a contour, but with people and a desert on a planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, the the critics saw it and their their complaint was that it was um that it wasn't to scale. That it didn't feel oh. like something that's gonna impact yeah. the future for, you know, a millennia or whatever. <laughs> Well, I mean, number one, isn't it supposed to be split into two movies anyway? And number yes. two, how the heck do you portray that level of scale in in like a two and a half hour movie? Like, ha how? I think it can be done, but I don't think necessarily it's reasonable to expect it. I no, <laughs> I I under I get what you're saying, but at yeah. the same time, that's also that's like that's a point. main that's a main <laughs> point of like the book. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, there's no aliens. It's just a fuck crap ton of people spread through the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I prepared a whole lot harder than I intended to, so I'm just chilling. <laughs> no, you're you're fine. All right, <laughs> but I don't know. And I've been rereading Dune again. Because I yeah. love that book. Like, I just do. Grok it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I, uh, it's, it, I... I like... Uh, it's fun. And I like seeing early interpretations of science oh fiction. God. It's neat. Yeah. I mean, that's... I, I have to admit, like, I love Jules Verne, for example. Like, Jules Verne was definitely, like, my introduction to science fiction in a weird way. Because I didn't... I got really into like mythology as a kid and then I and then eventually like when I was like a tween, a teenager, I found sci-fi and Jules Verne like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was like kind of one of the 
earliest books that I ever read in, in sci-fi. It was all fantasy mm-hmm. before. And Dune was like my gateway book into like harder science fiction, like um, The Three-Body Problem, for example. Um, mm-hmm. That's such a fantastic book, but I haven't gotten to the last one yet. <laughs> I haven't, haven't read any of them. but <laughs> oh, man, you, need, you need to, dude. It is fantastic. Fantastic. Hey, hey, Probably one of the best sci-fi books I've ever read. Okay. Crap. <laughs> I, I will. I, de- I definitely will. Oh, good. Okay, great. Excellent. Can you just hold off on that, though, while we're talking? Just suck it in, Jose. I'm trying. <laughs> already, but... I've already ordered all of them. <laughs> okay. So it's basically breaks down to a slightly alternative history. Uh, uh, the Cultural Revolution has happened. And as a result, uh, you know, and they kind of win, sort of, quote unquote. And as a result, uh, people well, that... Who's, well, who's, who's they? Uh, uh, the Communist Party of China. Like, okay. super, so I, I'm trying to do like the most TLDR version I possibly can without giving away yeah. as much of the plot as I possibly can avoid. But it's hard to do okay. because it's, a, it's one of those books that you have to read like, you know, more than once. Right. So you just can kind of get everything out of it. Yeah, yeah, just to like absorb all of it. And I have not done that yet. I've only I've only gone through the first two once, and it just sort of it's still sitting with me six months later. And I'm sort of like, <laughs> I love it. Good, really good. Uh, so basically, aliens, bad guys, time jump, China. That's what you need to know. Important future of humanity hangs in the balance, so on and so forth, but in an unexpected way. That sounds a lot like the Long Earth. And the long, the long everything series. I don't remember the long everything. Because <laughs> it, it goes because it's like a romance. Not now. I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> you no, said no. it was called the long everything. <laughs> the long, the long hard everything. No. Oh but, yeah, uh, no, no. I don't want to read that side by. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. But uh, we just gotta. <laughs> we don't have to read it. We should just make it. <laughs> 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 like the entire thing is actually just like a really serious sci-fi book but like everything is just sex puns yeah like yeah, i can't wait sure. to insert my anti-gravity ray into those hot steaming <laughs> coils <Right. and> like <laughs> and then and then and you're just like is he gonna do it and then and then he just actually turns on his anti-gravity ray yeah like, oh, oh. Well, okay yes <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole book right there. Perfect genius print. Yes. Done. Yes. <laughs> but no, you were saying about the long hard earth. <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, it's it, 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 the first book is, I think, the long earth. And the second one is like the long Mars or something. And mm. it's it, I believe, it's, it's actually, I think it's. Yeah, right? I was gonna say it's Terry Pratchett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't gotten around to reading his more like serious stuff yet. Like I just got done with Nation, and it kind of I need emotional space from that because it was really good. Nation. Oh God, you should read it, dude. It's it's intense. It's surprisingly intense. Is it about America? No, it's um about a guy. It's not about anything like that. It's about a guy who goes out for his manhood ceremony out in the ocean and upon his return realizes that his entire ocean his entire community is gone um a big mm-hmm. giant tidal wave storm basically like wiped out a bunch of different archipelagos in his mm-hmm. area and he is the last of his 
people. He is the last of everybody. Is this like a is this like real or? Um, I don't think it's real. Well, with Terry Pratchett, it's one of those. Well, it's real in a very allegorical sense, but it's also uh, not. Okay. But it also is like I could totally see something like that happening, and you know, like an entire nation washed away in a night. Very right. Lent and right. Very Plato, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. That's, no, that's fine. I I just it uh it it just you know you you never know with those books. It's like was this inspired by something that actually happened? All right, but you yeah but, no <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but I see. But it, it sounds cool. It's it sounds neat. I think you'd like it, and I'll check out The Long Earth, because uh, I will read anything if Terry Pratchett wrote it, frankly, because that man was the treasure. Honestly, it's not my favorite book. <laughs> like, I, I, read it at, I read it at the jail when uh-huh. I was working there, just because there was nothing else to read. <laughs> right, that's fair. I've definitely it's... seen a lot of its cover. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had to like go look it up and be like, wait, is it the book? I think it is. Yeah, okay, it's the one with the field and the crows or whatever. Cool. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But, I just I remember it from working at the bookstore. So Ah, okay, okay. But but uh, we got sidetracked. I think you, you were telling me about uh, the series <laughs> yeah. that got you into uh Well, uh, you were telling me about the three body problem. Well, I mean, I I basically I, I as far as I can tell you, it's literally China, aliens, sort of, future of humanity hangs in the balance, blah, 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 that uh-huh. sort of thing. But it's also, from what I can tell from a one reading, and this is a book that you definitely need to reread more than once, um, hmm. it seems to be kind of a commentary on this alternative history line, like how, how humanity tends to dance around that line between chaos and not chaos. You know, in terms yeah. of not only our our socio political interactions, but also our relationship with technology, as well as the question of do we really want to draw attention to ourselves? Do we want aliens to exist? Because if they do, what would happen? Like, what would happen to us? Mm. Is it really a good idea to broadcast mm. ourselves in that way? Right. You know, because if we're not alone in the universe, and I think mathematically that's most likely. Then of course, why yeah. would we want to draw attention to a bunch of aliens that probably have much better that, technology than we do? Yeah. <laughs> like, that, wow, that may or may not just want all of our water. <laughs> or something, yeah. I mean, and yeah. I'm not saying that aliens, if they exist, are out there and they're just sitting there going, oh, can't wait to get to Earth. Mm-hmm. Resources. Like, right. I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> right. I think they the, would probably operate just based on like, well, we got to survive, and it's us or them. So, us, right. you know, just like you. See, see, I, I've, always, I, I, I have thought of that uh, <laughs> uh, once in a while. But the problem with that theory is that if a, if an alien species did exist, we don't like besides life on Earth, everything else can be found on just about anywhere, any other anywhere. planet. Yeah, yeah. Just, these so are all why... like iron, iron or beryllium or any right. of those elements. Right. Even like water and other yeah. We can get it like anywhere yeah. else. Like Oxygen molecules. This just yeah. floating around out there in the cosmos. Yeah. 
Right. So why so why exterminate a whole civilization for something that you can find abundant? Not that, well, yeah, not that they mining. couldn't. Asteroid mining. There there you right. go, right there. Right. Not, the, not that they couldn't. It's just right. it's, it just wouldn't be cost in my it mind, wouldn't. it wouldn't be cost effective. Well, maybe not even just cost effective, but like what's what's the point? Like uh, you're just gonna obliterate a species like for funsies? I mean <laughs> right. be, being a human, I guess I could kind of see it. <laughs> like looks at genocide <laughs> sidelong you know like, i could kind of see that but on the other hand like there's absolutely no telling what kind of thought patterns they would have like it, it the whole point is they're alien like they, they oh, are yeah. not human. like they don't think like us or behavior like us or anything probably right I mean, no that, that's, that's true they, they i mean they could be like a, a robot race that just hates like uh just living matter. tissue yeah <laughs> just robot world from drama yeah <laughs> and, and at that point like well we're done yep so. yep <laughs> yep i for one hail our new robot overlords like <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like most likely they probably would have similar thoughts about us. Like, crap! There's these, like, tiny little monkeys running around on this rock ball. Shit! <laughs> you know? Like, crap! They seem upset. Like, what do we do? You know, I, I, yeah. I'd like to... I mean, I, I would... I hope so. I mean, I like to think that... I, I, I'm an optimist at heart, so I do like to think that if alien life exists out there like let's say it's like men in black style alien life you know just different planets all over the place sure different mm-hmm, species mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. then we just get all together and really it's more a matter of they're kind of trying to decide if we should be allowed inside like the galactic federation or something like really humans are you sure like <laughs> they're just they're it's... just waiting for uh, us to reach a certain point of advancement and then bam. yeah Basically, just be like, eh, well, we'll figure out if you're worthy of actually participating or if you need to uh, be eliminated. Uh, if you, yeah. uh, I mean, do you like shooters <laughs> at all? Like alcohol? I love shooters. <laughs> First person shooters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kingdom Hearts is a first person shooter, right? Not at all. But if you, like, uh, because hmm. Mass Effect has, like is one of the... Yeah, like Hitman. Okay, I have some form of reference point. Cool. Okay, good. Because yeah. Mass Effect is a, a, a series that started on like the original Xbox like in 2000... I don't know, 6 or something. It's not irrelevant. <laughs> uh-huh. No, actually, actually it was on the 360, not the original Xbox. It doesn't matter, that's not important. Point anyway. is, it, it's one of the best... Um, space drama games out there and it has a, such a rich lore that I, I think you'd really enjoy it it starts mm-hmm. with humans um we we finally get to mars and then we find the remains of a human civilization you don't see mm-hmm. this you just kind of get this in, in yeah lore. no this is all like you find out as you play kind yeah. of thing cool yeah so we um we get to mars and we find these human or these uh, alien relics and then mm-hmm. that advances our civilization to such a point where we get to, uh, you know, we can travel the universe. Right. We're and space then, monsters. Well, no, we're space babies. Uh-huh. And then, okay. and then we... Space babies. Right. But, th- but then we, we find this, uh, this relay um, that is there. There are a bunch of relays, like, all, all around the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. And uh, humans... And we, we, we figure out how to use them. 
And then right. from there, we get to like the central point in the galaxy where the Galactic Federation is, and like all of the all of the races are represented. And uh, you know, we we spend like years like fighting, you know, to get a seat on the council, you know, to prove that we're right, worthy yeah. against all these races that have been here for you know thousands of years. Right, or the newbies, then, you guys. Right, and then and you know everybody kind of dislikes us because you know we're just dumb monkeys. And mm-hmm. but but finally we get a seat on the council. We get like a representative, and then you're the first. Uh, they call them specters, you're, and you're mm-hmm. like an agent of the council. And you're the you're the first agent of the council, and you know you're kind of out there representing, doing missions like representing humanity in right. in huh. in whatever way you see fit. It doesn't have to be positive. You can choose between you know positive or negative. You can but be a dick. Right, you you can be a dick. Yeah, there is there's no, an no, actual no. there's an asshole button. Like, be, a, be a dick button, like just be yeah. a dick, dick button. That's funny. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like because like when you talk to the NPCs or whatever, it gives you like options for like what you can say. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, when you're like mid conversation, it'll give you like five seconds, and it'll be like you can push the asshole button, and then you're either gonna punch the guy or shoot him yeah. or something what? like that. That yeah. is fantastic. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, honestly, my, my only real issue with things like video games is, like, I think the only reason I have difficulty with it is because I get super distracted by shit, like, random side quests and whatever, and then I'll, like, put the game down and then vaguely remember I own it about six months later and be like, oh, I should do that, and then realize I'm not far at all into the game and then kind of get yeah. bored again and like, leave and do it again, and that's just sort of what I've, I've been playing Lego Harry Potter like what years four through through seven for like three years because well, I think the, like that. <laughs> well, the the reason I I bring this one up because I don't I don't bring many video games to you because I no offense but I just don't think you're gonna finish very many of them. But, no, that's fair. <laughs> that's completely understood. Yes, good good choice, good decision making. But <laughs> but this one really um it it really involves you in the story to mm. the uh more than any other game i've played really and I, 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 liked, yeah. I did like the um i like the uncharted series quite a bit actually like those i got kind of invested in and like was interested in and enjoyed yeah i mean that seems about right because it's, it's kind of it's kind of linear huh and prince of persia i dug that did you okay i never played the prince of persia games actually yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, and to be clear, I didn't actually play them. I just watched them be played. Ah. Like okay. like a movie, but with video game action, and me in the background going, "Kick that guy in the face!" Yeah, I, I. There's a lot of people that like that kind of thing. I'm not. <laughs> I personally like to play myself, but. <laughs> I I but, like I yeah. like to play by myself, but like there's just some stuff where it's like I don't want to spend eighty million years learning twenty years worth of video game skills and like knowledge <laughs> and, and like apparently you can't just push X forever. Like <laughs> my strategy is ruined. Ah, yeah. See, I I also brought it up because this is one where you could just put it on easy mode and then it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's. You can get the most out of the story with like minimal uh, effort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that sounds good. That sounds good, actually. Yeah. So 
There you go. If you if you want to play like a cool sci-fi epic that sprawls three games, well, there you go. I I just might, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate your input. You're welcome, fellow human. <laughs> we should like listen to that human music. Yeah, it's like we are nailing this. <laughs> we are completely nailing this. <laughs> Speaking of, oh, you should put that line in the book. We are totally nailing this. Nailing it. We are yeah. nailing this, and they're like just nailing something. Yeah, they're just nailing stuff down. <laughs> Man, we are nailing. That. You know, I have to tell you, this is so stupid, but like every time I have a project or something that requires cancels, I cannot stop with the stupid puns. Like, oh man, I really gotta hammer out this problem. Whack, whack, whack. Or whack, like, whack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. On Hill's like, oh god, why? <laughs> we gotta stop because I'll just wander in and just tell him some random stupid pun. Yeah. <laughs> just walk away. Yeah. Just, I'm surprised that poor man doesn't have a dent in his head from the amount of times I've made him face palm. One <laughs> <laughs> day his, his, his skull will just like cave in, fractured. Yeah. Like, you know, Sokka from Avatar Last Airbender, every time he yeah. stacks his face, that's, that's on him living with me. <laughs> just, uh. so 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 i think I've, I've figured uh the the main thing of what this thing is gonna be yeah what is and it it's so it's just gonna be like so just pop culture and media consumption yes. <laughs> that and sounds perfect and yes and shenanigans thrown in also <laughs> okay so it's shenanigans then shenanigans yeah yeah it's just I called sorta, shenanigans <laughs> i sort of got a pistol with the next person have you seen uh super troopers i don't think you have no i'm fuck yeah Shut yeah oh, okay you're freaking me out right now okay i'm just making sure yeah everybody should see that movie that's all I'm saying. no they should i if... I'm sure it's almost actually pretty freaking close. Like, I'm not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the opposite of that is, that's me. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's kind of what it's like. like. I mean, I, I, it, it was, it was pretty. It was not that, <laughs> not that working at a jail is the same thing, but no, but it was, it was kind of the same. It's just random shenanigans. And goofing mm-hmm. off with your friends. Yep. And every once in a while, pulling, not pulling someone over. Well, <laughs> every every once in a while, uh, calling someone over that you, even though you know all of these people are doing something wrong, it's like, who do I want to mess with today? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that, yes. And and part of it is for the shenanigans. And the other part is like, well, I guess I should probably do my job at some point. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty much like every job I've ever heard of, ever. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, like the nice thing is, in most of the jobs I have, anyway, I don't have to like, I don't have to worry about like if my shenanigans are gonna end up with somebody like da- dead or or horribly mangled or permanently scarred yeah. for life. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. That's that's <laughs> me. And that's why I'm not fun is because I just don't, I don't like those things. They make me sad. Like. That's, <laughs> that's fine. See, I, I mean, that's fine. I, I mean, I, I get it. It didn't, like, uh, it didn't personally I bother me, but I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> like, I, I just, I can't laugh at those porta potty videos, for example. Like, I just, I'm that jerk that doesn't find them very funny because I'm like, God damn, think of like, just, uh. <sighs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I can't laugh at them either. It's, it's feces everywhere. Like, it's so yeah, gross. Well, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Just a safety hazard, damn! Like that's it, the thing. Like I know I'm is. old because I start thinking about things like that seems dangerous. You got like I don't think like yeah, this is gonna be so fun. I think like oh, you guys, that seems real dangerous. Like we should think about this. Like yeah, no, you know? pranks, pranks nowadays are too uh, not okay. <laughs> I mean, some they of- seem to like really depend on like being an asshole. Like it's not yeah. so much as like actual humor. It's just like. How much can we bend the law to like harass random people? Yeah, yeah, and catch it on film. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, and then laugh about it with our yeah. big ass friends. Like, yeah, I'm not a, <gasps> where's I'm not the a, art? Right, I'm not a big fan of pranks and whatnot. That's. Not... I mean, I like I like certain kinds of pranks. You know, like there's like weird ones that you do where you like I don't know, put a bunch of confetti at the bottom of someone's cereal box. I mean, just for no reason <laughs> you know when they pour their so, cereal there's just confetti and cereal like and they're like what the fuck like just weird confusing shit nothing harmful so, so they're just confused <laughs> they're just like gotcha sucker <laughs> we pranked you so hard <laughs> just quizzical yes that is what I go for <laughs> gotcha <laughs> who's laughing now <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that's acceptable it, it's really more the just the, the stuff that we find popular nowadays i guess is what i have more of an issue with yeah i mean but uh then that question of like generational crap comes into like shit that i'm sure my parents and grandparents thought was funny is probably not a good look now you know <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah this Cut out changes uh, over time. Like, I'm sure about 90 years ago when the Hindenburg explosion happened, it was horrible. I mean, it like, oh, the humanity. Like, I saw the video. That's horrifying. But now, many, 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 many years later, it's kind of funny. And you see it all the time in media and shows and shit. Like, oh no, the humanity. Ah. <laughs> you know, oh, no. like yeah, all, right. all that re- like comedy really needs is context what, and time. Time, give <laughs> time. it eighty years. Like so, in eighty years, nine eleven is going to be hysterical to people, guaranteed. Um. Oh yeah. Maybe, not maybe? not nice people. Not nice people. Like the same people who are think that pushing over porta potties is funny. Ugh. I just, I, don't know. I just, I think, I just I, think there's a line. See, oh but, no, there's definitely a line. I'm not saying it's funny at all. Like, don't misunderstand me. I'm just saying that humor takes time. Shit, we would never find funny now. Like, for example, 9/11. That right. was gonna be funny in like 80 years. Like, I will never find that shit funny. And it was awful. But I was alive to see it and remember it and like be there. I know where I was on the day, just like everybody else. In just this like everybody, yeah. 
Yeah. And speaking of, did you did you know that Steve Buscemi was a a firefighter? Firefighter? Yeah. A hero firefighter guy? Yeah. 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 I I was surprised to find out too. Yeah, I was like, "What? That's awesome. That's great." Yeah. And he didn't say shit. He was just like, "I'm gonna go help out." Yeah, he's just like, "I'm just gonna save people just because I can," and that's that's a good person. Uh, That's a good person. I mean, I've, I've always, I've never had anything against Steve Buscemi. I've always yeah, kind of liked actually, him. I, I like him, yeah. I think I think he's definitely underrated. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's yeah. still, he's still, didn't he get attacked in New York? Did he? Or is that somebody what? else? I have no idea. I very rarely keep up with what popular people are doing. I have enough to worry about in my own life. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. But, but still, good, good for him. I yeah. Thank, thank you, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Steve Buscemi. We do appreciate you on this tiny yeah, corner of the internet. We appreciate your service. <laughs> okay, it, was, it wasn't it wasn't Steve Buscemi. It was somebody else. Right. Oh, good. Okay. That, that, that got attacked. That got attacked. Ah, that okay. Attacked. No, I was like, I'm pretty sure the firefighter thing's real, so. Yeah, the firefighter thing's fine. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, now that we've covered that topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else you got <laughs> this is going so good <laughs> no it, it really is it really well, I think is. I'm, I'm having fun I think it's it's fun to talk about this shit yeah I agree oh I also agree. I would like yeah. I would like to just mention that I would really yeah. like to see a modern version of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea because I think it is an awesome book and I think that the Disney movie did not do it justice all it did was give us that super catchy song I, I've never seen it. <laughs> it's, 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 mm-hmm, yeah. Yes, it is, <laughs> a movie. It's primo. It is something. You have, yes, a, you have Disney Plus, right? Visual experience. What? You have Disney Plus, right? Yes, I do. It's got Gargoyles it on? on it and X-Men. <laughs> I don't know. I actually haven't looked. I, the last time I saw it, it was on YouTube. Oh, okay. So, all right, I can probably just find it. Really, honestly, the most memorable part of that movie for me is the squid and the moment when what's-his-face, the guy that, whoever plays Ned Land uh, sings Whale of a Tale. That's it. Mm. And it's not a very nice song. It's about a bunch of girls that he banged that were, like, ugly and a mermaid and stuff. (laughs) And it's a Disney (laughs) movie? Yes! I'm not even joking. It's like a a sea shanty about all the girls he's loved on nights like this with moon above. Okay. (laughs) I swear Uh, I'm like that too. (laughs) I I have to watch it because a lot of people um, uh, say very nice things about it. It's it is it is good. For the time period in terms of adaptation of the book, which I like a lot more. But there's also a lot of fish classification in the book that you can kind of just skip through. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking pages of of pescatarian wonderment. I mean, Dune kind of does that too with like environmental information. Right, because, you know, he was like the entire book is basically, you know, what you should do is be a radical environmentalists like go out there fucking grow shit go do good for your planet you bitches like that (laughs) bend the environment to your will yeah 
Basically, like, you want to terraform this plateau? You mean this planet. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's ambitious. It it is, but, I mean, it's also, I I don't know, like, in this day and age, I do feel like it's not even necessarily like he was advocating for, like, radical eco-terrorism. It was more like he was evangelizing for a future that he in which he foresaw like the the effects that we're going to be seeing in our lifetime you know like development of superstorms and the changing landscape and all that other stuff yeah that's going to be affected by climate change like <laughs> he was already kind of trying to be like hey do you guys want to end up ruled for 25,000 years by a big giant worm who might also be <laughs> like <laughs> sort of <laughs> Is it is it that is it was he trying to prepare people for a future or was he just so in love with like the uh, the interactions that are present in the environment that he just wanted to share it with people because that's what I got more out of it. It's like he just really loves how the world works. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think it. I actually I kind of think it was. A, I know this is a, a kind of a cop out answer, but I'm serious. I have like a point. I think it was a mixture of both. I think he okay. was able to use his skill in terms of outlining what a futuristic na- and to an extent nationalistic landscape would look like using those conversations as a basis for his his theories. Like how would this, it, it makes me think of Plato. Like how would this play out? Let's talk about it through these characters. Right. Does that make sense how I said? I don't know if that made sense. I'm trying to make sense. I'm not doing a great job, but I'm trying. No, it, it does. I get it. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Cute. I, <laughs> and I, okay, I could see that. I mean, I, he, I mean, like, for example, um, oh, crap, what's her name? I always forget. His sister. What's her name? Totally forgot. Know. Tip of my tongue. I have to look it up. No, we are nailing this. <laughs> yeah, Aaliyah. There she is. <laughs> Aaliyah. Sorry. Uh, like his really? sister. She. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, Aaliyah Atreides. Oh, you mean in, yeah. the, in the book? I thought I thought you meant um uh uh Frank uh what uh Her- whatever. Her- yeah, I thought you meant Frank Herbert's sister. No, like, I don't know no, 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 no. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm talking about, like, for example, the entire character of Leah to me is kind of an allegory for the fact that there that there is an expectation when you are born of the role that you are meant to play in society, whether or not you're conscious of it. In her case, right. unfortunately, she was born conscious of it. And right. as a result, through the events in her life, sorry, there's someone at the door, through the events in her life, eventually she realized she had no agency after her possession by uh, the, the Harkonnen and chose suicide rather than give up the last remaining gas through her free will. Right. You know, and that's a conversation I think that he, that Herbert, Frank Herbert plays out very well through that character because he's having that conversation with the reader. He's not he's not necessarily even using it to illustrate like here's what power does it corrupts because he has a ton of other characters to do it. Aaliyah's right. story is a singular tragedy and is reflective and indicative of what could happen to all of us basically as we continue to give up like certain 